Hello and welcome to the TM podcast. Um, I'm here today with Emmanuel and Joshua, and we're going to talk about texts in TM. So maybe as a quick introduction, my name is Felix. I'm today's podcast host. And maybe Emmanuel and Joshua, you can also introduce yourself so that the listeners know who's telling them. Yes, hi, I'm Emmanuel. Long time since I have been on the cast class for the last time. was one of the first ones. I'm product owner for transportation management in S4. Yes, hi. Hi, also from my side. Uh, my name is Joshua. Uh, I'm developer in order management. And yeah, thanks for having me, Felix. Yeah, I'm very glad uh, you guys joined today. So uh, our topic today is... Uh, texts in TM, as, as I said, and we have some new features uh, delivered with um, S4 Private Cloud 2022 release, right? Um, but maybe first of all, before we start talking about the new features, we can have a quick summary on basically wh what are texts, where do they come from, why do we need them, and, and what's going on. Yeah, that's... I mean, let's maybe start with the why. Uh, as much as uh, IT guys would like that all the information in the system is structured, um, in fact, uh, a lot of um, communication in logistics still relies on unstructured information in texts. And of course, also we in TM support all kind uh, of texts, be it for internal communication, also for external communication, especially if you want to tell your carriers, for example, what to do. And uh, therefore, we have... a everything related to text uh, in a in a thing that we call text types yeah yes and these text types um, we're using in tm in, in various uh, places we're using them in our tm ui so we have uh, some tabs in our uis for so-called notes uh, which basically represent these texts we have these tabs on uh, the header level of a document and also on uh, item level to be able to specify texts of different types um, inside of the document, also in different languages. Um, mm -hmm. uh, we have uh, also some special texts when using, for example, VGM um, or Nature of Goods in, in air freight bookings, um, which are kind of hardwired. So not all texts are inside of this note tab, but sometimes we have some special editions uh, of the texts. It's required, for example, if we have to validate the maximum amount of characters that is allowed for a certain text type, that is NOG, or the amount of line breaks you're allowed to do. Mm -hmm. In that case, we would have some hard-coded text types, so to say, which are yeah checked by the system also for semantical correctness. Yes. And we're using these texts also for external communication, so we are able to um, send out these texts specified in TM, and we are also able to receive them via message and display them in, in our UIs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned text types. So could you sum up what's part of one text type, or is it just a, a generical yeah, sure. differentiation so, between different ones, but how they look internally is? Um, a text type is basically um, defined in a customizing. So we define text types, and the definition of text types, in fact, consists out of a um, identifier and a description. Mm -hmm. um, so, for example, you can define a text type which is called shipping instruction, and this then defines that this kind of text or this string which is then um, persisted as this text type is a shipping instruction, and we can create multiple of these text types to define which text is what. Mm 
So this we need uh, in TM. So when you go to the notes tab and try to insert a new uh, text, then you will be asked for a specific text type. So you need to specify what kind of text uh, do you want to insert. And then you will be able to choose from a list. And inside of this list, you will see all the available text types in this document um, to choose from. Mm. And um, yeah, I think with that, uh, we are coming to a little bit more of customizing. <laughs> so sure. Yeah, we, go ahead. We, we do not want to do a deep dive here, but um, currently when uh, coming back to the example, you want to insert a text type, you will be presented with a drop down of text types. And the question is where does these text types come mm -hmm. from? And these text types, in fact, come from a text schema. And these text schemas are also part of the customizing. You can define text schemas. We deliver some with the um, standard uh, customizing, but you're also able to create own text schemas. Mm -hmm. And uh, these text schemas basically are a collection of text types. So you can um, yeah, define multiple text types, text types together to one text schema. And these text schema you are able to insert into the customizing of a um, for example, freight order type. Mm -hmm. So um, each freight order type can have a text schema and this text schema defines a list of text types. And based on this text schema, you are able to insert texts on the UI for these freight order type. Um, so this is like the local view on it. Um, and then we have also the possibility to have texts um, yeah, propagated and shared uh, through the whole document chain, starting at um, a predecessor documents from ERP, so SDL EMM documents, um, but also TM internal documents, um, so the normal document chain, freight unit consignment, freight order, for example. And um, to realize this, you have also the possibility to um, define accesses for these text uh, schema. So per text type inside of a text schema, you are able to define where is this text type coming from. Mm -hmm. So I can say, okay, I want to have shipping instructions on my freight order. And I can also say these shipping instructions originate, for example, from an ERP predecessor document. Mm -hmm. So then I would define an access sequence that um, defines or says the system, if you want to have this type, then please uh, take this path and search for this text type to be copied into my freight order as shipping instruction. Mm -hmm. So this is like a pulling, so TM pulls this information from... And maybe let's also give an example yeah, why we would use that, right? I mean, if you go to the business process and you, you start on a sales order, for example, right? And it's your sales clerk to talking to the customer. And the customer tells him, if you deliver this freight to me, please ring the doorbell three times, yeah? And this information is nice. Secret knocking. Yeah, the secret <laughs> knocking mechanism. <laughs> yeah. Then this information is, of course, nice for the sales clerk. But in the end, he's not the one delivering the goods. The, the mm -hmm. person delivering the goods is your carrier. So he does need that information. And it would, of course, take a lot of time to, oh, every time you create a freight order, let's say you have big optimizations in and you would have to go into every single mm -hmm. freight order and check, oh, maybe for those sales orders consolidated in this freight order, has there been any information um, maintained by my sales agent, um, which I have to consider or actually communicate to my carrier. And therefore, you have this mechanism to say, oh, if I maintained a delivery note from customer, for example, this one is actually to be, to be maintained as a shipping instruction on top for my carrier. So he that receives that information and also via the SOAP communication, or we can also include it into print documents, mm -hmm. for example. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
and maybe to add to the access sequences. Um, in fact, they consist out of accesses. So you can uh, combine multiple accesses to one access sequence. And I don't want to go into detail here, but these are quite powerful. So you can use um, BO associations to navigate through a document chain, TM internally, but you can also use uh, classes and uh, own implementations that uh, determine the texts you want to pull to TM. So basically you can pull them from wherever you want. Mm -hmm. We deliver one class that is able to pull the text from um, ERP predecessor documents as uh, already mentioned. But in fact you can also use own classes there to define where your texts are coming from. Mm -hmm. So I think it's quite powerful and we are able to integrate yeah, many, many kinds mm -hmm. of texts into TM and mm -hmm. to display them and to integrate them into our process flow. Very cool. So to to maybe sum up a little bit, so we have a text type, which is basically the a kind of text, like you mentioned Joshua shipping instruction, for example, and we can collect multiple of those as part of a text schema, which is then um, basically assigned to a um, freight document type, yes. so to say, and um, there we then have the access sequences to determine or to define where the content of the texts are basically coming from right yeah you you have two options right you can define texts uh, locally inside mm -hmm. of these documents there you will need this text uh, schema for mm -hmm. so just to have the possibility to select this text type and the other way is to receive them from any predecessor document and then or whatever source <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, then you sure. will need uh, these access sequences mm -hmm. to tell the system where to look for these texts and where to get them and maybe one last uh, word about how this then looks in in the documents so what we did not say text types can either be language independent or language dependent yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> in a document every text type if it's language dependent you can have it per combination of text type and language once yeah mm -hmm. or if it's language independent you can have every text type once in a document mm -hmm. so you cannot have multiple shipping instructions is there if they are referring to the same text type mm -hmm. in a document yeah. okay yeah that makes sense yeah. and to once go back also to the uh, more let's say customizing or technical view joshua mentioned that you can maintain even bo associations so it's very nice integrated into our our bob framework is nice integrated and that is because the complete um, text schema text type concept is not a tm concept but it's actually part of the business foundation layer so so therefore you will also find if you go to this customizing you will see that there is not only tm text schemas maintained but mm -hmm. also other parts of uh, especially if you're in an s4 will use uh, these text schemas and text types and i think then we come to the next point because we talked about sd mm documents where we could get this text from and of course they are not using the business foundation layer you have a different kind of uh, setup where you say which text types you can actually maintain um in a sales order, in a delivery, or in a, in, a, in a purchase order, for example. And therefore, we have an additional customizing now that also on top of saying, where does this text come from? We have embedded also this mapping, which is customizing based, where you can, for example, say the text type on my sales order, which was um, customer notification for delivery, maps actually to the shipping notification on the freight order side, which are Again, two completely mm. different setups, two different customizings. So that is on top of information if you want to use this um, access-based determination logic and it comes from a document that's not um, 
originates in TM, then your top half is customizing. We have delivered um, some standard content, uh, which is mapped, but usually you will define your own mappings here as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah very, very cool. So maybe now coming to the to the more fancy new new features, what we've done to to improve working with this and to make it more useful. Maybe, I don't know, Joshua, you want to yes. start with some limitations that we've faced um, with the yes. current so, approach? Yes, um, so there were some problems uh, with this approach, which we uh, talked about. So um, you were able to um, set a text schema per document for the root texts, but for the item texts, we weren't able to, to do that. So for the item texts, you were only able to set one globally active text schema for all items. Of um, a document? Uh, for, for the for complete, complete system. system. So okay. we were able mm -hmm. to, to, in the Bofu customizing, you were able to set a text schema as a default for a BO node. Mm -hmm. So you were able to set this, to, or to say this text schema is enabled for all Tor items, which means that basically every item in TM had this text schema. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that, we had uh, severe um, performance issues, uh, I would say, because every item will get every text available, no matter if it's a product, if it's a package, if it's whatever kind of, of item, every referenced item will get all the text from all the predecessors in and case. That adds up quite quickly, I assume. That right? adds up quite quickly, especially when you're going into uh, documents with many, many items um, based on predecessors with many texts. Then yeah, you sure. will uh, wait for a long time uh, for the text determination to finish. And this was an issue. And um, it's also kind of an issue from a... Um, from a process perspective that you're not able to specify per item which texts you need. So uh, I think there might be differences in uh, between what text the product item need and what text the package item, for example, needs. Or um, let's talk about processes again, what kinds of a um, product needs which is not dangerous goods relevant and mm -hmm. what kind of texts need a product which is goods um, a dangerous goods relevant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so this, yeah, we couldn't really um, decide uh, which text to put to put to uh, which item, and this was a problem. And um, therefore, we decided to go for a new approach now, um, which uh, we deliver with 2022. And um, this new approach includes the possibility to define a text schema per item type per document. Type. Okay. So it's uh, hard mm -hmm. to describe, but uh, in fact, you are able for each document type, we have these um, allowed item type customizing, which is a, a sub uh, page of the um, document type customizing. And this was there before. Mm -hmm. And you were able to enter item types there um, you want to use for, these for this document type. Mm -hmm. So and that I could... Like step back from the text, right? So that I can say, okay, in this uh, freight document type, I want this item type for my packaging materials. Yes, example, correct, right? yeah. correct. And what we've now done is we've added a new column to this uh, customizing, uh, which enables you to specify also text schema per item type. Mm -hmm. So um, I can say for my product items, uh, I want to have text schema product. And for my package items, I want to have my text schema package and as we've learned uh, already in this uh, episode um, for each each text schema we can define a set of text types which is relevant so we can say that for a product item other texts are relevant than for a package item which is quite good right because we can then um, yeah 
directly specify what we want to have for product and what we want to have for for package and we can also define um, which texts are taken over from the predecessor documents mm -hmm. right so we can say that we don't want to take over all the texts for i don't know the deepest product item in the hierarchy because we do not really care about but we only want to take over the text for like the top level package position because this is what we handle right so the top level palette is handled and everything which is inside of this might not be relevant and um yes w with that we were able to yeah give the possibility to specify it in, in a very very detailed way mm. and we were able to give a tool to the user to yeah, scale down the performance issue right because uh, the user can then decide uh, really in detail which texts are needed which are not needed mm. and um, with that we uh, were able to yeah, reduce the runtime uh, a lot um, mm. because not all of these texts are, are needed. must be very significantly right. Yes. So going from all texts for all items to specifically yes. being able to configure what you need where and then having the text theme as an item type, very cool. Yeah, And and then we have also the possibility, as I said, we can decide per document type. Mm -hmm. So we can have um, also the same item type in two different document types and then differentiate by document type mm -hmm. kind of which texts mm -hmm. we need. Right to support different scenarios, for example, if Correct. you have different document Correct. types and different scenarios. Yeah. Maybe if you have one do uh, document type for inbound scenario and one for outbound uh, scenario, you can decide which text mm -hmm. you want to have in which scenario, so that you do not have any uh, conflicts or too many texts. Right, so um, just to bring it down to the very minimal level <laughs> of of texts needed, mm -hmm. just to keep it just to keep the runtime short, but also to keep it. Um, kind of usable because if they're like hundreds of texts it's it's hard to uh, yeah sure have <laughs> good, yeah. good luck finding the one you need right correct correct so uh, we wanted to ease that pain and um, focus really on the texts needed uh, by the user and needed to be accessible all the time and not having them scroll through an endless list of texts mm -hmm. of which 90% is irrelevant in this case right? yes and making very usable configurable yes as a Yes. And maybe to add also one thing, if you think about where does this apply to you, so I only know specifically on which documents in my sales order I maintain something, um, especially in the runtime, that might be true that you know where you define text, but as we're using also a, a very generic framework, the system does not know where your texts mm -hmm. are, right? So, so, so that is the issue, even if you say I have only text for a limited number of documents, let's say, for example, an example, we have batch positions, right? You might have a single product line. But under this product line, you have 10 positions, which are also products, which are all the batch positions. And you might know that you don't need it, but the system doesn't know, right? The mm -hmm. system uses the framework and it will check, oh, can I find any text for this product, right? So therefore, you, you have to tell the system upfront, basically, what to look up so that you do not spend this runtime, even if the number of hits that you, in the end, find for text propagation is, is not so mm -hmm. much. It would try to read the data from the SD documents mm -hmm. in the first place, yeah. And this was the expensive part of this operation, right? So yeah. the the um, the writing is not the <laughs> yeah the, so the, the yeah. reading and the try to read and something navigating was, through the yes. data jungle trying yes. to find yeah the data we need. and w mm -hmm. with reducing the tries and reducing the misses mm -hmm. um, we can reduce the the runtime significantly so. Very cool. I think we have only covered half of what we added now, right? Yeah. Because at this point, uh, we said, okay, it's 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 the item type level where you can maintain which uh, text schema you add. 
Um, that is nice if you would create your items all locally because you know in the items tab you can select every item type to insert a local item. But if you have, and that is the majority of use cases, of course, on TM, especially on a freight order, the items are referenced. They created automatically when you assign freight units. And then, up till now, always the default type per category was applied, right? So if a package handling unit was um, pulled into the document based on the freight unit, it took the default. The product underneath took the default. So we did not cover yet how we could, for example, then distribute this batch main item scenario or also this dangerous goods non-dangerous goods scenario mm -hmm. and therefore we did an additional enhancement which is also reflected in the document type where you can now say okay i don't want this we have a legacy mode available so your old determination will still run um, but you can now also switch to a condition-based determination of those uh, text schemas so that you get for every item the option based on the attributes We have our conditions episode, right? If you know, need more information about that flexibility, yeah. that you can determine which text schema you actually want to, a huge item type, sorry, has to be determined for that item. And then via that, you have the flexible text schema, which makes it even a lot more granular on top of what we already have with, mm -hmm. the, with the new enhancement, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. And and with that, you are then able to realize scenarios like we talked about at the beginning. So we have a dangerous goods relevant item or product and versus a non-dangerous goods relevant product. And we can use the um, <coughs> mentioned item type uh, condition-based uh, determination to um, say, okay, this one gets, the, um, gets another item type, the dangerous goods product gets another item type than the non-dangerous mm -hmm. goods uh, relevant product. Yeah. And based on the item types, we can set the text schema. So we can have one text schema for dangerous goods relevant uh, products and one for non-dangerous goods relevant product and then we can say this item type uh, which is determined for dangerous goods products we get the dangerous goods text schema and the other one we get the non-dangerous goods text schema and with that we are we are able to um yeah get all the text we need for the dangerous goods item but uh, avoid all the most likely missed reads for the non-dangerous goods mm -hmm. uh, item to have as already said the right text for the right items at the right place uh, and not to have too many or too less texts yeah yes and i think that sums it up quite well right having exactly what what you need where you need it instead of having everywhere ev everything everywhere yes um and also having a great impact on system performance um as well very very cool Did we miss anything? Anything? Maybe you want one last word to add because we sure. talk about new features. And I think what we also did over that course is for the access to the ERP documents, right? In the past, we had kind of a limitation that we had an access that read the ERP texts for an item, but it always was only working for a one-to-one -one relation, basically. Mm -hmm. So if you have a freight order, of course, that um, consists of many sales order positions, And all of this have text, which are supposed to be mapped in one text. We said, right, you cannot have 10 shipping instructions per sales order. You only have one shipping instruction. We so far only delivered an access sequence that basically took randomly one text from ERP, right? Um, and I'm, I'm quite sure some good developers in a project make it work already. But of course, you have to question how to do it if you have multiple sales orders. And here we also delivered, uh, as part of the default customizing, we delivered a new access sequence for the aggregation. Um, so what we're basically doing is um, 
every text once. So also if there's a standard text template that is repeated, it will only be shown once. But every unique text that is mapped to a text type on the TM side will be shown. There will be a line to the new text. And so we will have an aggregation of all the texts which are actually included there. I think that was also worth mentioning because right. it's yeah, quite sure, a neat feature. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. It's also there now. And the um, external communication also uh, supports that, right? Also the external communication completely sends the text as you can see them on the TM UI. So, yeah. so yeah. these texts are then split by a uh, split indicator, right? So we'll have them all in one text field in the TM UI, but there will be an indicator um, splitting them into like all the unique text that you've mentioned, right? I think so. And the messages are also handling it that way. Yeah. Very, very cool. So quite a lot that is that is new, that is hopefully helping make the overall product much more usable and having good good impact on performance and usability. That's that's always nice, right? Not having new features that make everything slower. <laughs> and I nice. think for the customizing, it might be worth uh, looking for blog articles for all this customizing stuff. Yes, um, because it's definitely are blogs a, there. a little bit complex uh, when we when you first go to this Bofu customizing. Um, but uh, there's some help, uh, so yes, which will guide you through how to set up all this stuff. Yes. Okay, perfect. So I think we've we've covered everything that's that's new, all the the background behind it. Um, so thank you very much, Emmanuel. Thank you very much, Joshua, for for joining in today. Um, thank you for listening <laughs> to the listeners and with that I think we will conclude this episode and hear you again sometime bye 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 bye